Well, hello. My name is John. I'm a part of the Mathis Corps here at Western. And if I haven't had a chance to meet you, then this is hello. Um, you may be wondering to yourself why a student like me is up in front of you. And I guess David already explained why I'm up here in front of you. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Um, I, let's see, I, throughout this process of preparing to speak, like David said, it was fun, (laughs) um, but at every step of the the way, I, I kind of questioned myself and was worried that I wasn't, wouldn't be able to prepare and do this, um. Even one time, I punched the desk chair in my room, and I yelled, why am I doing this? Um, But I survived, and I came here. Um, And I believe that God wants to speak to us tonight um, through his word. And um, I'd like everybody to do a little exercise for me. Can everybody take their left hand and put it on their neck about halfway up? Does everybody feel something moving? Okay, all right. That's good. We're all alive. Um, <clears throat> I just want to say that the, the spirit of the living God lives inside of me and inside of you. And uh, the Bible tells us that the same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave lives in those who call him Lord. We are all crafted to have a relationship with Jesus that will pull us and push us to places we never thought possible. Um, even Paul, who wrote this book of the book of Colossians, book, yeah, book of Colossians, um, was one of the most unlikely hero, Christian heroes there ever was. Um, think of how powerful of a God can pick players from his team for his team from the opposition. It's crazy. Um, we up here in the Pacific Northwest are mostly Seahawks fans, and we're all probably really shocked when we sent one of our favorite players to our most hated rivals. Yes, we sent Richard, Richard Sherman to the 49ers, and as crazy as it is, Um, as crazy as that is, just think about Paul writing to your church, telling you about how to go about this culture, counter-cultural revolutionary religion that he once tried to destroy. How great is our God? Well, with that sense of wonder, let's jump right into God's word. Um, as you already know, we're studying the book of Colossians, uh, chapter 3, verse 1 through 17, um, which is a lot to cover in four hours, I know. <laughs> well, just kidding, just kidding. Um, <clears throat> well, if you, if you weren't here last week, um, Jeff, uh, one of the pastors here on staff, talked about, um, walked us through Colossians 2 and uh, talked about some hollow and deceptive philosophies that the world might try to grab us and pull us in, in a, uh, a direction that's other than good, good for us, um, other than God. Um, and today we're going to talk about um, uh, how... To root ourselves in Christ by clothing ourselves in His image. So if that was if if I had to title my image my image my my uh, talk here tonight, I would say that it would be rooting ourselves in Christ by clothing ourselves in His image. Um, That is where our true identity is. And this is not an exhaustive or complete understanding of chapter three, but. I hope this will spark conversation and thoughts um, about this. Um, so here we go. Uh, can we go to the next one? So I'm just going to read verse 1 through 4. 
Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Just one second. As Christians, the only role we play in our salvation is to die and let Jesus guide us. As you can see here, Christ, he's doing work. He's, he's taking us on this journey. And all we have to do is fix our eyes on where he is. Um, but how do we do this? Because this sounds really good to set our hearts on things above where Christ is. And to set our minds on things above, not on earthly things. Um, but how can we do this? Um, and so I'm going to continue. Can we go to the, the next one? Um, and I'm going to read this. Um, actually, can we go back? <laughs> um, This the uh, verse verse one where it talks about setting our hearts on things above where Christ is. Um, we can say where our, our um, kind of where our, our money is. That's where our heart is. Where we put our our in, our things. Where we spend our time. That's where we spend our hearts. And so, but here Paul is saying, put your hearts, put your minds above in Christ, um, and. So yeah, okay, the next next one. Um, now, uh, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. <clears throat> so step one in finding our identity is to take off our sinful self. Um, God did, did all the work for us. He worked out our salvation by the way that he lived. And he, he's... Um, all we have to do is take off these things. Um, and let's paint, a, let's paint a picture of what this old self looks like. Um, huh. Can we go to the next, the next one? Um, so I'm just going to read this really quick. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge and the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, uncircumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Um, and just to paint a picture, I want to paint a picture of why he's talking about taking off our old self and putting on new self, a new self. Um, and so I want to invite my friend Hunter Tripp up here.
So, in, in, uh, but, uh, it talks about an, your old self and then to be renewed in the image of the creator in, to put on our new self. Um, and in Christianity, there's this idea that, um, that we are the bride of Christ, that Jesus died so that, and he's, he rose from the grave and he ascended into heaven and he's coming back for a, a bride without spot or wrinkle. Um, and and you, you might say, well, that sounds good, but look at me. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not perfect. I, don't, I have wrinkles and spots. Um, and so just to demonstrate what this looks like, Hunter's going to help us. Oh, so you can... Okay, so picture me, oh, okay, sorry, I lost my spot. The Bible, says he's, the, the Bible says that Jesus is coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle. Picture me in my wedding clothes, because I'm part of the bride of Christ. But while I'm supposed to be preparing myself for the wedding day, I decide to live my life the way that I want to. I forgot about the wedding. Um <laughs> So eventually I go do some fun things that may or may or may not have involved lust. Okay, okay, okay. It was just a little bit. Jeez. <laughs> um so eventually so it's okay though. It's just a little bit of chocolate sauce. It can wash out. I'm not that bad. Um oh man, you got it on my shoes. Um <clears throat> So off I go and live my life. Maybe instead of storing up treasures in heaven like I was created to, I worship money. Oops. <laughs> oh. Um, further down the road, I can smell that. That's <sighs> further down the further down the road. Uh, I get into sexual immorality, more lust, more love of money, an unhealthy view of masculinity. I worship people. I'm, I, I'm lying, hiding the bad parts, only showing the good parts to my friends. Um, and what's worse is my actions and self-worship are not just affecting me now. See, I am my own God. I do things the way that I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it. Hit me. Does anybody want to give me a hug? <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to do that. Um, <clears throat> now my wedding clothes are absolutely unrecognizable. And any minute here, Jesus is, is going to come back. And he isn't going to... I don't look like I'm getting ready for a wedding. Um, okay, Hunter, you can sit down. Thank you. In my, in my current state, um, uh, on, the, on the outside, I'm gross, and on the inside, I'm angry at myself and everyone around me. In my current state, Jesus comes to me as I am, 
um, I have completely ruined myself and most definitely hurt other people in the process. Jesus looks at me and says, Who told you that you had to live like this? Who made you believe these lies? This is not how I have made you to be. All he asks us to do is take off what we were never intended to have. Not because he's a mean God who wants to keep us from having fun, but because he knows the truth behind every deceptive earthly thinking. He wants us to be free from lies and pain. That's why he went to the cross. And if you go back to um, verse 6, the the end product of these clothes, of the man who wears these clothes, is not a good place. It says, and the, the wrath of God is coming for these things. Um, because while, I, while we can play God and pretend and put on and mess up our clothes, he is still um, God over everything. Um, <clears throat> he is a good, good father who gives us an example of how to model our lives because he created us. Um, can we go to verse 10? Um, I'll just read 9 and 10. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of the crea- of its creator. Um, Hunter King, come back. Um, can you grab that? <clears throat> Jesus comes to us and what it means to be renewed in the image of, the, of, of our creator. Um, Jesus comes to us and asks us, he, he gives us this robe, this new robe, to be renewed in him and put on his clothes. But he doesn't just throw it on me. I have the choice to put it on. Even though Jesus died for my sins on the cross, I still have a role to play here. I have a choice to keep wearing my old clothes or put on his clothes. Um, But I think I'm going to put on the new clothes. To be renewed in the image of, of God is to be like him and put on his clothes, walk in his ways, to be imitators of God. See, I couldn't do this thing by myself. I couldn't, my identity in the old clothes is disgusting and messed up and I did it all wrong. But Jesus didn't tell me, he didn't say, he didn't wash my clothes. He gave me new clothes to put on. Um, verse 11 says to be known as a Christian. Christ is all. All those other identities only matter before you came to Christ because now we are made new in Christ. So what does this look like? Can we go to the next? Um, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves in compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance or gets a phone call, (laughs) 
forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues... It's okay, it happens. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. You can't see it, but that's what these clothes are made out of. They're made out of compassion and kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. They're made out of forgiveness and love. Oh, no. Um, look, at what, look at what God asks us to trade our sins for. Our old selves when we were God, but he says, it's okay, throw that away, I'll give you a, a new clothes, clothed in all these great things. <clears throat> the way that we practically walk in our, in our new clothes is to be in good community. You are God's chosen people. Um, we are meant for community with Jesus and each other. Do you notice how all of these, thing, these things here wouldn't make sense if you were by yourself? Does everybody know who Mother Teresa is? Yeah, yeah, Seth knows. She was, no, she was known for loving orphans and, and caring for them and going above and beyond what would be accepted or... Um, yeah, and... Um, but if she never <laughs> encountered any other people, how would we know she was compassionate? How would we know she loved people? Um, how can you love someone unless you're around other people? Um, Jesus walked in these traits and calls us to follow him in them, not as individuals perfecting ourselves in isolation, but together in unity. The central theme here is love. This kind of life puts us puts other people's needs ahead of your own. It's a place where you're encouraging people, helping them overcome obstacles in life, being compassionate, kind, humble, loving, gentle, patient, and forgiving. I would bet you all the money in the world that you can't mess with these people. Those people are going to do some great things in the world, and I want to be a part of them. Don't you too? To live like this is to be rooted in Christ and follow after the example he walked in. The series that we're in right now is, is called Rooted. And, and if you notice, a lot of these, they're, um, if you look in Galatians 5 where it talks about the fruit of the Spirit, a lot of these are mentioned there too. The fruit of being rooted in God are, is good community. <clears throat> the very... Oh, ooh. To live like this is to be rooted. I read that. Huh. All of these, all of these outer workings of being renewed in the image of the Creator, um, were there from the very first church in the Book of Acts when they were commissioned by Jesus to walk in His footsteps, when they could remember and know what He looked like, and it's been passed down generation after generation to us. Jesus openly offers us his clothes to prepare us for the wedding ahead where we will be reunited with him in glory. We ruined our clothes, but he made a way for us because he loves us. I have two stories that I think really apply here. 
and to talk about community's role. One is about a man named, named, bleh, <clears throat> named Dr. Peter Atia. Um, he's a doctor on the west, on the east coast, who accidentally got hooked on prescription pain medication during the healing process of a real issue he was having with his body. <clears throat> well, after he recovered from his nerve problem, which involved a few surgeries, he couldn't stop taking his pain medication, and for a short period of time, he walked around like a he he was. Uh, in the shadows, as he was practicing medicine, he was also addicted to drugs. Um, but he eventually decided to quit cold turkey and successfully stop using drugs. He said he had two things going for him that other people who, um, who struggle with drug addiction don't. He had a future to look forward to, and he had a community of people around him who didn't use drugs and actually influenced him away from drugs. Um. And this, they, they in, in a very secular way, they, they influenced him away from something that was bad and that was hurtful for him. Because he was the outlier and they, were the, they, were, they wrapped him up and helped him to get over this. Um, another person is, is actually my older brother, um, who it didn't fare so well for. Um, he uh, he was surrounded by people who used used drugs and um, and because of that he fell fell into that and was never able to to get over that. Um, <clears throat> my my big brother um, passed away from from drug addiction because. And he he was not alone when he when he died. He was actually with other people, and they they um, they uh, the the other people who he was with didn't influence him away from using drugs. They actually pushed him into it, and they and they influenced him to keep doing it. Um, and and they they were just as lost as he was. Um, so what kind of a community do you want to be a part of? If someone came into your core, your community, who is broken, would you show them Jesus or would you judge them? Would you, be a part of, would you help them become a part of the bride of Christ or would you push them deeper into the hollow, deceptive philosophy they, they were walking in? Um, now let's read verse, the last part. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to, the God, to God the Father through him. Just one, one second. Notice how Paul talks about external things and internal things paired together. You can't be like Christ on the inside if you don't 
if you're not imitating him on the outside. What about you? Who do you want to be? Do you want to live in your old clothes or do you want to have a chance to put on the new, new clothes and have your identity wrapped in the things that, that God has created you to have? Um, see, all the things that were mentioned in the beginning, they, they're not, you're not supposed to, to wear them. God didn't create you to be away from him. He wants you to be a, a part of his of the bride, of his family. <clears throat> Christ is offering you and me an opportunity to take off our wretched clothes and clothe ourselves in him. All he asks you to do is take off what you were never created to wear. Put on his clothes, walk in the fruit of the spirit and be renewed in the image of your creator. But be, before we do that, we must take care of the old self. Remember Back to the beginning, it said to put off the, the old self and the, its sinful practices. I showed you mine, and I trampled on it. Um, now you take out a sheet of paper. There should be a little piece of paper. Um... I just want to influence you to take this this time and this opportunity to write down things, um, the old, your old self, things that you would you would categorize, whether it's external things that you've been a part of, sexual immorality, or any other way you have have has pushed you away from God or away from community and other people, or maybe it's something internal. Maybe it's anger or rage or unforgiveness. Um, write those things down. Um, and then and then the worship team is going to come up and um, in a few minutes and play a couple songs. And then I'll talk about what to do next. <clears throat>